Goddamn, I miss those guys. Val to Conquer doing the intro for Wall of Sound up against the wall. They're taking a long break. Uh, they haven't announced anything as of yet, but uh, who knows what the future might hold for the band and its members. My name is Brownie. Thanks so much for checking out episode number 49 of the podcast. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you should know the rundown. We're an online rock publication site. You'll find us at wallofsoundau.com. We've got your latest music news, reviews, interviews, and the likes. If you're a newbie, my name's Brownie, and I'm going to take you through a whole bunch of music and news coming up, and I'm going to be joined by John Floriani from Trophy Eyes. Those boys have a brand new album coming out on Friday called The American Dream. Now, I myself haven't been a fan of these guys in the past. I think I missed the boat when it came to that new wave of pop-punk bands, and they were on it. However, this new album is great. It has so many great elements of pop-punk, pop-rock, and stadium rock too, so I'm going to talk to him all about that and how he's handled the criticism when it comes to being a musician. A lot of keyboard warriors like jumping online and expressing their opinions about what they think the band should be, especially after the guys released their video for Friday Forever. It features John wearing a crop top and boy, didn't people get into shit about that. Calm your farm, take a listen to what he has to say about all the haters. Plus, there's plenty of music to get through on this episode, including brand new stuff for Alkaline Trio, and I'm finally going to get around to playing the new 21 Pilot song, Jumpsuit. Plus, I'll give you the rundown for Big Sound 2018. It is going to be fucking massive. If you're in Australia and you get a chance to get to Brisbane for this, September 4 to 7, make sure you get there for it. I'll let you know who's playing a little bit later on, but talking about new music, let's get on this. From Australian band Hands Like Houses, their first single from their new album, Anon. It's called Overthinking, a wall of sound up against the wall. I could have just held my tongue. I should have just filled my Breathe and breathe out and repeat You know me well Or at least in as far as I can tell You should have known better than telling me I should have held it together for us We're barely together myself Just kept you 
Hey, this is Mitch from Satellites, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Back to the Mickey Thomas days of satellites, that's Bones on Wall of Sound up against the wall. And Australia has been home to some fantastic upcoming pop punk bands over the years. We've seen the likes of Skyway, Tonight Alive and uh, Trophy Eyes go on to do big things. But I wanted to take you back a few years to a band called Heroes for Hire. Now these guys were very well known in the heavy music scene in Sydney and even featured on a couple of Soundwave festivals too. However in 2013 things kind of went sour for the band after frontman Brad Smith was kicked out of the band and the rest of the guys tried to continue on without him. Nothing really happened from the band and they called it quits without doing a single farewell tour. 
As fans, we love what the boys were doing, especially some of their songs, which got commercial radio success too. But on top of that, I thought I'd track down former frontman Brad Smith to find out some of his favourite memories fronting the band. Brad, having a think back to your career with the guys in Heroes for Hire, what were some of the memories that stick to mind for you? Uh, to be honest, man, I would have to say it was when we did the full Soundwave run, mainly because Angels and Airways played. So you know me pretty well. Tom DeLong was there. Um, I walked past Tom the first day and went, and just kept walking. And it, took me, it then took me another week of tour to be able to say hello to the guy. So it was, uh, it was I think, it was the one time I've been starstruck in my life. Look, you got to do Soundwave a couple of times, and you're very well known in the uh, Sydney heavy music scene. Um, I wanted to talk about this song, Secrets, Lies and Sins. The video clip for this, you fucked up someone's house. Um, give us a rundown. How did that idea come about to fuck up someone's house and you know make the video clip like that? Well, so we actually got really lucky. Lee, the drummer, he was knocking his house down to build a new house. And we were like, let's just do everything we can in one day. We literally started at 8 a.m. And it got to about 6 o'clock. And I don't really remember any of the nighttime footage. <laughs> um, I remember one of our mates got taken to hospital to get his stomach pumped. Um, yeah, it was an insane day, but uh, it was definitely very memorable. All right, plenty of memories had with the band, and obviously, you know, your years being a musician too. Would there be any chance somewhere down the track, you know, people want to see the band one more time? You know, are you guys still on bad terms, or, you know, could someone potentially win Lotto and pay you guys to get back together? Look, I always was the person that said no to things, but we're in a world of never say never. Yeah, we're all talking again, so who knows? I don't think it's possible yet, but who knows? Down the track, maybe one day, as you said, someone might win lotto and convince me to not go to work for a few weeks. <laughs> All right, it's a race between Tom DeLong joining Blink-182 again and Heroes for Hire getting back together. My money's on Blink. Yeah, it's probably about the same amount of chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad, all the best, and we'll chat to you soon when you get some new Cambridge music. Too easy, bud. Have a good one. If you haven't seen the video clip for this song, make sure you check it out on YouTube. This is a flashback from Heroes for Hire, Secrets, Lies and Sins on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Today I woke up from dreaming And I was laying naked on the bedroom floor I don't remember her leaving She left a note with an XOX on the bedroom door I believe me It's probably happened a hundred times before But since we're being so honest I
this is Caitlin from Eat Your Heart Out, and you're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Newcastle's Eat Your Heart Out, a wall of sound up against the wall. And big news, they are heading to Big Sound. It's happening in Brisbane September 4 to 7, featuring a plethora of great upcoming Australian bands. I'll talk more about them soon, but some big tours got announced this past week. Killswitch Engage are going to do a couple of headline shows while they're here in the country on the Parkway Drive Reverence Tour. It's happening in Sydney October 30 and Melbourne on November 1st. If you go mad for metalcore, then you need to go check out Polaris on their spring tour. Kicks off on the 1st of November in Perth and they're bringing to Australia The Devil Wears Prada. Now those guys were supposed to do their own headline tour of Australia last year. Unfortunately plans fell through and they didn't make it down so this is your chance to catch them and their new album Transit Blues. Gideon and Thornhill are also joining the bands for the ride and it hits up all capital cities including Adelaide. Dee's Nuts are doing a massive 19 date tour across the country. Playing shows in Townsville, Cairns, Ballarat and every single capital city around the country in the touring circuit. That one's happening through September and October and you can check out all the details at wallofsoundau.com. But back to Big Sound, if you're a big fan of upcoming bands and you want to go check out a whole plethora of acts that you can finally discover and uh, make your new favourites, you need to come up to Brisbane to go check out Big Sound. It's a big music junket, fairly similar to what South by Southwest is like in the States. And this year we're going to see the likes of Bare Bones, Arteries, Gravemind, Between You and Me, Butterfingers, Cast Down, Wild Heart, Walkin, The Comfort, The Beautiful Monument, Slowly Slowly and heaps more. You can check out all the details at wallofsoundau.com but stateside or also got announced for Big Sound as well, and they are going to fucking explode after this year. Right now, getting on a new track for them. This is called This Is War on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
this is Jenna from Tonight Alive. You're listening to Wall of Sounds up against the wall. I was back in high school when we were talking late from 10, staying up till 3 a.m. Just friends. You didn't have your license yet. We would lie under sunsets without a single worry yet. Just friends. And you would let me cry your hair I thought about you everywhere I haven't been the same since then Just friends Cause every time I Jenna McDougall doing what she does best with Tonight Alive on Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. And I gotta wish a big congratulations to Jenna. Her episode of Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall is now the most listened to podcast of this entire series. Couldn't have gone to a better person. Well done and thank you for listening. Now, let's get into this guy. What's good? It's John from Trophy Eyes here and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Some of my friends don't trust. 
For me, Trophy Eyes are a band that have been making music for quite some time right now, but unfortunately for me, I'm stupid and I never jumped on board. However, their new album, The American Dream, is great. I'm glad I've jumped on board now. John Floriani from the band joins me now. Mate, first of all, I'm so sorry it took me so long to jump on you guys. That's okay, man. Glad you're here. (laughs) First of all, I just want to get into it and say, you know, you guys have been making some great music, not only for us here in Australia, but around the world. And is it, you know, this year or this album, the moment that you turn around and look at yourselves and go, shit, you know, we're doing something pretty big and this has the potential to blow up bigger than expected um i don't know it's hard to think that you just kind of keep making music because you enjoy it i think uh once you kind of write an album to a game i don't know it never really comes out right but yeah i don't know i'm sure like this is definitely the best music we've ever written so i'm excited to see what it does well it's good that i've jumped on board for this and i wanted to talk about uh the album itself it's got that raw Australian pop-punk feel to it. Like, I can't explain it, but I'll just say it along the lines of, like, the American uh, pop-punk seems to be a whole lot of fun and, you know, not as raw and gritty as you have with this. Um, where does the majority of that influence come from? Stuff from the road or do you home life here in Australia? Um, yeah, I'm sure. I think kind of our grittiness came from when we started. I'm, I believe, I'm usually bringing that, like, your environment kind of breeds the sound. The environment that you started kind of breeds the sound that you produce. Definitely Newcastle was a pretty industrial and gritty and harder kind of a city. And I think when we started out, that that sound just kind of happened naturally because, you know, being a product of our environment. So I think that's kind of where that, that grittiness started. But um, as we go and as we kind of travel and see, as, as we've seen more of the world and grown up as a band, I believe that our music's kind of... Uh, found its sound and found something we can stick to and and, and it's something we enjoy playing and it's kind of uh, matured and grown up a little bit definitely. And that's exactly one of the things I wanted to say. This album, while you still you know pay homage to all your fans who have followed you over the years, it's a very mature sounding album and for me, you know growing up in the years of Blink-182, Sum 41, you know, all those pop punk bands like I felt like I was on the cusp of the new age pop punk era if that makes sense. Like for example, Neck Deep, uh, State Champs, I haven't got into them as much and I've just got into you know, the Wonder Years and Four Years Strong. But I feel like for you guys, the older you get, the more mature your songs get, and then the more older demographic you can bring into your music. Is that the kind of idea you're going for? Um, it's hard to answer that because there's no real vibe we're ever going for. I think Philip and I just write music that we hear and that we like. And that I think the best way to explain it is that we always go into writing something with the intention of writing a favorite record you've ever heard. So that's always an accumulation of like all the music that we like, all the music that we listen to, and um, also our environment, our sound is happening around us and the way that those places make us feel. And I think that's how our music comes out. So there's no really intention driven behind that. It's just kind of what we've always done, I guess. All right, talking about those uh, experiences and influences, uh, having listened to the song Something Bigger Than This, there's a line in there that you talk about someone who uh, got hit by a train at the front of your house. Is that right? Yeah, so I was in Stanmore living in Sydney in Stanmore, um, right in front of the train tracks. And one day I walked out the front of my house with some small change <laughs> in my in my hand to go and buy a loaf of bread. And um, some guy had jumped in front of the train and he got all, he, he died. There was police and there was ambulance and the, the train was still full of people and it was horrible, yeah. My reason for asking that is, how do you determine what is too much to put into a song or what do you feel like is something that needs to be shared with the world? Like, do you have any uh, filters or barriers or anything like that? I think um, 
what goes into a song for me is something that's important. I knew that when we got together first as a band, we started playing music together, I realized that um, it was going to be emotional and dramatic and fast-paced and energetic. And if I was going to be singing, my vocal was going to be accompanying this kind of music and the stuff that we were writing, it needed to be real and honest and uh, dramatic and uh, emotional and emotionally driven and high energy. So the, the topics that I decided to sing about, they had to be they had to be real. They had to come from somewhere, a very honest place and a real a real place for, for inside me. So that's, um, I guess that's where those things, those ideas come from, just real things that's happened to me and so on. And uh, yeah, there's never really too much because it's like, there's always a way to share it, though. You know, there's always a way to share what happened or, or what went down in, um, in like, a tasteful way. Like, I didn't want to be gory or get too in detail about what this person was or what it looked like or anything, but I thought that I wouldn't offend anybody or I wouldn't um, disrespect that person's life if I just kind of touched on what he did and what I thought about that and, and where we were in our different places in our life. Like, the whole idea behind that song was to um, express that I was going out to buy a loaf of bread and this guy was in such a bad place in his life that he killed himself and I thought like what a crazy two polar opposites and like what a fickle thing life is and like yeah so you know I'm not so much singing about this guy but singing about like the differences in our lives and what that means and, and what that means about life and where two people can be at two separate times and yeah it's never, it's never too much to share as long as you do it tastefully and um, especially when I think about myself like I do share quite personal accounts of things that have happened in my life that I know like not a lot of artists do that which uh, a lot do as well and I think it's yeah it's about how you share um, and I think also it's kind of the honesty is respected in a way Alright now one thing you're not afraid of sharing is what you like to spend your money on from shows with fans coming along and uh, we found this out in the very first single which we're going to get on right now we'll talk more about this in a sec this is You Can Count On Me brand new trophy eyes on Wall of Sound up against the wall Can't see the 
can do or say to me It's gonna break me any more than I've already done I got a soft spot for being fucked up I spent years alone and unloved But I made it out and I'm happy now I'm your friend, I'm your brother, I'm your lover, I'm your The first single from Trophy Eye's brand new album, it's called The American Dream on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. John from the band joins me right now. Mate, when that song came out, it was described as a pushback to the critics and those who criticise bands in whatever form, whether it be social media, at shows, online, left, right and centre. What was the tipping point for you to write a song about that issue? Um, I guess the tipping point was kind of going through uh, YouTube comments or whatever. Um, I get told by everybody in the music industry, don't do that, man. You're crazy. Don't do that. That's dangerous. <laughs> and uh, But I was like, no, 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 fuck it. I'm going to have a look. So I went back and I had a look. And, um, then, yeah, this, I guess it's like kids, children, like, you know, 14-year-old kids that they get on the internet and they go like, fuck, I hope you die because you didn't write a song that I like. And it's like, God, that's mind-blowing. Like, I've been, I've been doing this for five years and I've given up so much to be here. And all I want to do is just, like, write music. And that's all I'd hoped for. I didn't want to... I didn't want anyone to love me or anything like that. I didn't want any attention, really. When I started writing music, all I wanted to do was write music. And then if you wanted to sing along, then fine, sing along. But it's gotten to this point now, people are like, hey, you didn't write a song that I like. And it's like, well, I never intended to. I was writing songs that I like. And they go, well, you know, I hope you flip your car and die. And it's like, that's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> that's a crazy, horrible thing to say. And like, you know, people will like attack you personally and they say things about your family and they say things about the way that you look. And they question what you can do as a musician. And it's like, I never said I was a musician. I didn't say any of these things. I know I can barely, barely sing. That's why I scream. That's why I sound like I ate glass. Like, that's what somebody said to me a little while ago. <laughs> John, John sounds like he's been chewing on a schooner. That's what they said. I was like, all right, cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, that one was kind of funny. So that's fine. But I guess it's just to push back at those people and, and trying to tell them that, like, uh, trying to humanize what it is that we do. Like, we're only just them that wrote a song that that somehow got some traction a little while ago, and you know that's that's all we're doing. It's not like we're like these superstars. We're we're a shitty little band from Newcastle. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just playing songs because we like to do it. And you know we don't owe you shit. <laughs> well, I don't because you bought tickets to my shows. Like, what am I supposed to do? Get on my get on the ground and kiss your feet now? Yeah. Some kid said to me the other day, like, you can't speak to me like that. They they attacked me on Twitter, and I I, I defended myself. And they go, you can't speak to me like that. I pay you wages. I was like, wow, oh, you're like, that's, that's right. And I'll go like, oh my God, you're like something out of a fucking Disney movie. Like you're, <laughs> you're a character that's been made for people to despise. Oh, man. It, it's so fucked that it's got to this point now. Like, for example, uh, I'm going to throw back to Parkway Drive. You know, they put out Shadow Boxing, which is pretty much them going, look, you think you know the band better than we do. Fuck you all. This is what we're doing. And I loved it when it came out. You can count on me because it was just, it was something that was needed. Something needed to be said, but in a way where it was catchy as fucking people can listen to it and go, oh, shit, maybe I fall into that category. Maybe I should ease up a bit. Yeah, that's right. It's like, it's, it's a confusing feeling when it's like, 
you sing to a song and you go, this is me, I'm an asshole, but fuck, it's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bang my head, like, good, I hope you're confused, you asshole. Were you worried about your parents listening to it and wondering where your money goes up your nose? Um, you know what, not really. Like, I, I haven't lived at home since I was 17. I'm now 26. And, um, you know, my relationship with my mother is, we're, we're very close, we're like the best of friends. And I, I know mum's aware that, you know, I've had my ups and downs and I've done questionable things throughout my life. When I was a teenager, I brought the police home like every couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> my mum's well aware of um, the trouble I got into and the kind of things that I get up to when I'm away, but she didn't mention anything about it, actually. She said, I heard your song and I love it. So you know, it's beautiful. <laughs> I was like, thanks, mum. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now it makes Mother's Day a whole lot special because you can buy her something a little bit special with the money that you earn from all these people that apparently pay your wages. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, I don't even pay my rent. I'm going to so mixed up, dude. Oh, my God. Look, we need to sell more records. We need to get more people through the shows in order to get you to that point. But, look, I wanted to talk about the new single, which is out right now, Friday Forever. When I first heard this one, I was like, fuck, John sounds so much like Jared Leto in this. Oh, sick. Is that a direction that Trophy Eyes might want to head in the future? You know, that 30 Seconds of Mars Stadium rock sound? Um... Yeah, again, man, like, there's no plan. There's no, like, we just want to keep writing music and growing and changing and writing whatever we can. Um, we're, like, I really like 30 Seconds to Mars. Not enough to say, like, yeah, I listen to them every day or anything like that, but if they come yeah. on, I wouldn't skip them, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not a fan, but I don't hate them, and, like, but I think that's the same thing. Like, if I could write a song like, um, like Bruce Springsteen, like, I'd do that. And if, like, I might write a song like The Killers one day, and, like, yeah. But I'd love to, like, I want to be bigger. You're on the money there when you say stadium rock, like, Maybe not stadium rock, but I want Trophy Eyes music to sound bigger. Every time I write a song, I try and make it with a bigger chorus and a bigger outro and a bigger bridge and a chant and a sing-along and quiet. And I, I just, I, I really enjoy personally, myself, I enjoy epic music. I enjoy music that makes you well up. Because when I was little, I was, I was subject to like classical music. And classical music has these builds that you just can't get anywhere else. These things, it's just like magic, like... Or like opera, like when Pavarotti sings it, especially when he hits that last note, it's just this bone-quaking note. And the, the symphony behind it makes me cry every time. And I, my grandpa showed me that. And when he showed me, he cried. And like, it's just, it's beautiful. And I think epic music is like, is something that's kind of like ingrained deep inside me from when I was a kid now. And I, that's, I think that's where all that comes from. All those chants and all those big like open parts. And that's what I really love that about music. So who knows? Stadium Rock might be the next uh, trophy I should record. Well, look, if we can head in that direction, uh, I guarantee it will accumulate a whole lot of fans across the globe. For those who haven't heard the song yet, this is the brand new single for Trophy Eyes, Friday Forever on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Stay through a broken window Looking at the smoke of the streets below
Forever, the brand new single from Trophy Eye's new album, The American Dream. It is out August 3rd. The boys are hitting the road on October 11th. Get your tickets right now. Go check them out. And uh, John, what's next for you guys after this tour? Uh, we're going back to the States. A whole bunch of stuff, really. We've got like uh, music uh, early next year, tours booked early next year in Australia. Um, all things I can't really talk about right now, but we'll be playing near you very soon and all around the world, uh, kind of pushing this record and traveling along with it so i'm sure you'll see us in a town near you real soon yeah looking forward to that unify set apparently rumored cough cough nudge nudge um <laughs> before we wrap things up now um oh because you're a pop punk member those who have listened to the podcast for a while now would know that i've been trying to build the ultimate pop punk song with this what i've got is uh jordan from newfound glory mitch from satellites and scott from the band maker to all contribute to a song essentially what i want to do with this is get all the lyrics sorted then get a band to record it take all your money and become a millionaire um would you like to be a part of this groundbreaking potentially massive worldwide hit yeah absolutely <laughs> excellent so what we've done so far is just taking lyrics just like a, a sentence from each member so far to build this song i'll play the song for you right now just so you can uh get up to date with it all okay i saw you in the alley being creepy by my window you didn't think that i knew you but i saw you and you're a weirdo the very next day i saw you there i couldn't help but stop and stare and wonder if I were to ask you out, would you even care? Okay, we're taking off the last line there, and it's, would you even care? So kind of like, would you even care? Yeah, and it's a pre-chorus, and it builds up with a... Right. It's a work in progress so far, but the idea behind it is your ex-girlfriend stole your dog. So we're heading into the chorus now. If you would like to pass on the first sentence of the chorus... Whatever you can think of that comes to your mind, we'll build it together and make something out of it. Okay. So, would you even care? Shit, man, I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) (laughs) So, along the lines of, you've wanted me for so long, but I wasn't... you took my dog instead. You wanted me for so long, but you took my dog instead. I hope that when you hold him at night, you hear my voice in your head. Perfect, that'll do. We'll add that to the song and uh, we'll keep building at that. John Floriani from Trophy Eyes, thank you so much for the chat. All the best with the album out this week, man. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it.
with me. Hey, it's Audie and Steve from Introvert, and this is Wall of Sound up against the wall. Shark and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
there for Grizzly Shark. It's called Sonic on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. The band name might not sound familiar, but Joey McLennan, the guitarist for the band, definitely would. He was the guy who jumped on stage with the Foo Fighters here in Brisbane. And judging by that song there, it's evident he knows what he's doing. Keep an eye on them. I reckon they're bound for big things. But two songs that change me is back. This is your chance to take over the podcast and get on two songs that change your life. Whatever changed your life and got you through a certain point, got you into a specific band or genre, I want to hear from you. Hit me up at Wall of Sound on Facebook Twitter and Instagram, you'll find us at Wall of Sound AU, and I'll get you on a future episode. This time around, it's Heather. Uh, hey guys, it's Heather. I'm a photographer and writer here at Wall of Sound. One of the top two songs that changed me was Misery Business by Paramore because it was one of the first non mainstream songs that I was ever introduced to and fell in love with. From there, my love of alternative music grew to what it is today. After traveling to America for all three Paraguay cruises, I have lifelong friends that I still talk to every single day from all around the world. So here's that song now on Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
again and the second song that changed me was time of your life by green day because my childhood best friend who had introduced me to paramore she was learning it on guitar which helped me slowly discover other artists that she was listening to at the time which got me more into the music that i'd still listen to today let's get it on now for you it's time of your life by green day on wall of sound of against the wall Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life wall of sound up against the wall.
nowadays you call themselves as plus 44 when your heart stops beating a wall of sound up against the wall and talking about blink 182 tom delong obviously left the band to go do other endeavors he's still making music with angels and airwaves and he put out a demo of an upcoming song and already it sounds better than anything that blink 182 put out on california head to wallofsoundau.com and click on the new music page while you're there you can also check out the new song for the emity affliction Sounds like the guys are taking a flashback to the 80s with a very Ghostbusters themed synth in there. It's definitely raising a few eyebrows and getting a few people worried and concerned about the upcoming album Misery. That one's out August 24. But surprisingly, the new Alkaline Trio song Blackbird has all the elements of the band from their early years. It's great to see Matt Skiba leaving Blink-182 to focus his time and energy into this band. And that's not a stab or anything like that. I feel like Matt's style is more suited to Alkaline Trio. The album is called Is This Thing Cursed? And it's out August 31. Here is that song right now, Blackbird from Alkaline Trio on Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Now 
Two new songs that 21 Pilots released last month. That one's called Jumpsuit on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Their new album Trench is coming out October 5 and the boys are making their return to Australia this December. It kicks off in Perth on the 7th and you can get your tickets from Live Nation. But that's it for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out again. Don't forget to like it, subscribe it, share the podcast around and please if you can give us a rating too, that'll be fantastic. For more information on anything I've spoken about on the podcast today or some exclusive sneak peeks at the lineup for the 29 Unify Festival, make sure you head over to wallofsoundau.com. Keep an eye on the page there and also follow us and join the community on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You'll find us if you search Wall of Sound AU. Next week on the show, I'm so fucking stoked for this guy. I was supposed to have an interview with him before their new album came out, but unfortunately a whole lot of shit fucked up and the recording didn't happen. But redemption has been made and I'm going to have Winston McCall from Parkway Drive on the next episode. Plus, because they are such a fantastic band and deserve all the recognition coming their way I'm dedicating the full episode to Parkway from the early songs of Horizons and Killing With A Smile all the way up until the new album Reverence and talking about that here is a song from the new album to get you pumped up for that episode this is I Hope You Rot on Wall of Sound up against the wall my name is Brownie I'll catch you next week